Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in a, uh, with trap beats playing in a, uh, uh, yeah, da, da, yeah, background. Okay. Da, da. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even let me cook. It was going to be good. It was going to be good. <laughs> It's sounding mighty seamless this week. Oh yeah, we in the same room. I mean, do I want people to be like, oh yeah, that's that Zoom. Okay, <laughs> that would be crazy. We recorded in the same place for the first time. I don't even know how long. Twenty twenty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, I can't remember like this specific like the last time because like we have seen each other since then, but we have not done an episode because it's only been like real quick, real quick. Yeah, and I feel like the last time I saw you was 2021 in person, which is crazy. No, we saw each other earlier this year. (laughs) (laughs) This is very forgettable, I see. All right, first of all, we could air out some stuff, so... I knew you was going to say that. That's why I said that, because Um, I was lying. So let's not... Delaney hates me, and you know that's crazy, because it's like... we It's five years. You really could... It's crazy... So, oh my gosh! So I came to LA to do some stuff for Classically Black, which, as annoying as it sounds, you'll hear about. So it's so cute. Oh my, oh my god! Anyway, so no, she got me staying in her brother's room, cool, which is next to her room. So I come by because I forgot my toothbrush. I was about to door dash toothbrush, go puff, whatever. But I'm like, let me check first, right? I knock on this girl's door. Why she go? And you know what? There's so many things egregious about this. Let's break it down. The first thing is that I'm in LA. I live in Memphis. I just got there. It's been three hours. Wow. Already annoyed. It's crazy. The second thing is that we have a podcast of five years. But beyond that, we're friends. Well, I thought we were. <laughs> and then the third thing was when she opened the door, she's like, dang, you heard that? <laughs> so you'll be saying stuff under your breath and you'll be sighing and nah, that's crazy. And then she'll be like, nah, because uh-uh, no, that's crazy. And I'm, I'm going to try to let it go, but you know what? That's Everything. so crazy because I got stuff I could not let go. <laughs> so. Like? Uh, nah. I'm respecting your privacy on this particular situation. that one little thing where I knew I couldn't tell you because it was going to be No, that one little thing where you lied to my face. Okay, okay. because I had to. You did not. I did. <laughs> did not I did. You and did I spun the block anyway, so. <laughs> And I opened my door anyway, so not a nah. I didn't. I so no. Gas I didn't no, it is not. How you going? No, nah, that's, that's not fair. Crazy. You gonna say I'm worse for a sign than you are for lying to my face? It's not like I told you, no, nah, girl, I don't have no toothbrush. I looked in the bathroom. I looked in my room. I found your toothbrush. I could have just been a no. Nah, I don't have no toothbrush. And then a couple weeks later, I mean, it would have been in line. It would have been in line with I, the with the sign. I would have spun the block. I could have been in line with you and spun the block a couple weeks later, but girl, you know, I did have a toothbrush. I lied. That's not the same thing. You know, it's not the same thing. You know, it's not. You know, anyway, you know, whatever. No. Also, I also sighed because literally a couple minutes before we have retired to our quarters, she said <laughs> she was talking because we had to get up mad early the next morning. And it's so ironic that you ended up calling me the person that was working you because we had to get up early and she was like, I'm going to be at your door. Knock, knock, knock. She said it a couple minutes earlier. So then a couple minutes later when she knock, knock, knock on my door, I'm like thinking like it's supposed to be some trifling. Not that you actually need a toothbrush. Had I known, out. had I known it was an actual necessity, I would not have signed. Hmm. The jury's out. Y'all, y'all see what's going on. Okay. <laughs> Just for Katie, free my girl. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Katie would play the victim so bad. I do a good job. Thank you so much. Katie always trying to act like you don't want to act, but playing the victim, playing the introvert. You got a couple roles under your belt. I'm coming around to me being an ambivert because I, I think that's as far as I'll go because I thought, I didn't know hanging out with your friends would make me an extrovert. So, like, okay, so if y'all don't know, Applebee's has dollar margaritas. Now, you might say, Applebee's, Katie, yeah, I know, that's crazy. I haven't been to Applebee's since, like, 2014. Everything tastes microwave, but that's not the point. The point is they have dollar margaritas for a limited time, right? Boom. So, I went there with somebody, and, um, <coughs> I can say who, it's Shavonda. Hey, Shavonda. And, um, I was like, this about to taste like rubbing alcohol and juice. It didn't. They tasted like margaritas so i tell the people down to the orchestra i said hey y'all after rehearsal let's go to whatever and kyle wow my dear friend that's crazy he was like see katie that's that extrovert stuff i can't hang out after rehearsal with my friends that makes me an introvert that makes me an extrovert automatically katie we've been having this conversation for years before you went out for these margaritas <laughs> just, this is why i mean you so unserious no but what i was the point was because you were already not listening to me but the point was right that, because i've i've already rested my case on this <laughs> the point was that i haven't seen kyle in years and he's now assistant conductor at memphis so you know i'm you know he's like see that's what i'm talking about that's crazy and i know i know you're saying Katie, everybody sees it but you, but that's the problem. I don't feel seen and understood. That's the that's the root. But see, and everybody that, who's the common denominator and wrong don't feel seen or understood. What's the news? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, come on, be for real. Um, what is the news? There's really not that much news. But um it's so crazy when we have stuff that's like recurring and i'll be forgetting so it's nice to have this but we're allegedly having a movie night this wednesday oh it's wednesday that's crazy that's crazy crazy because i was y'all don't understand what this weekend was like (laughs) we was i don't think to be fair i don't think you understand what the past like month has been because classic black has been the next month is going to be (laughs) classic black has been so much work and it's cute like i love her like she's you know she's a good time but it's like Wow, but you know what? We move. God is amazing. So, so because next tomorrow we get what's tomorrow, <laughs> girl. I'm blocking your number. I'm going to work. <laughs> well, actually, you don't have to block my number because it'll be coming to your inbox <laughs> and not even from me. So, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I keep forgetting about it. It's a trauma response, and I feel like it's going to. It's not even going to be a little one here, one here. Like it's going to be a complete. And total oh, there's overhaul. no way she's not overhauling that whole article. There's no freaking way. <laughs> Oh my God, there's no way. I read it, I was like... It doesn't make sense. (laughs) But it was like, at this point, like... At a certain point, you sometimes just got to turn something in and be like, give me the... Give me the... Let me cook on a second draft. (laughs) I've done it a couple times. I'm not proud of it. Yeah, it pained me, but... It is kind of is what it is. It's whatever. Um, Yep. But the movie night is this Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, we're going to be watching The Devil's Violinist um, in preparation for our last episode of the month, our spooky episodes. Um, if you haven't been here, that's our theme for the month. And um, the movie is available for free on multiple platforms, including uh, Freebie slash Amazon Prime and Tubi. 
So we're also going to be live tweeting that. Um, so you can follow us, tweet with us at Classic Black Pod on Twitter slash X. I was like, oh, because somebody responded was like, oh, I really like the last one, but I, I can't go this time. I was just Aww, like, see? Really? Y'all heard that? Somebody liked it. I was surprised it did so well, to be honest. Yeah. Like, because y'all don't be talking to us. I mean, that's <laughs> another conversation, but um, yeah. It was really cute. People were actually like, I was like, oh, this is nice. It was Delaney's idea. Little, it was little, cute. I'll be having every now and then, so. Um, <sighs> um, but last but not least, I just want to flag another thing that came in the mail yesterday. All right. Home. We got a model in the building. Right. Um, so I was minding my business on social media the other day. I see that Joe Conyers has a magazine cover. Like, hello? He's on the cover of the Strad for the November issue. So, you know, I had to go on down to the Strad and get, you know, give me a physical copy. So my copy came in the mail. You should get yours. He's a cover story. You can also read online, but it's a premium like cover story. So you need to be a subscriber for the Strat, or you can actually just buy the magazine. It's actually not very expensive to buy, and it came super quick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can read a little bit more um, about him. Goes into you know his life as the principal double basis of the Joseph Kanye Symphony Orchestra, which was formerly the Philadelphia Orchestra. Um, and if I feel like. I don't know if y'all be knowing everything that he do. Like, I feel like we got 24 hours in a day. No, he got some type of premium. Like, <laughs> he, got he, the, got the he got the expended pack. pack. <laughs> <laughs> like, we talking about 24 hours in a day. He said 24 hours to what power? Right. Because like, <laughs> it don't make no sense. So, y'all can hear about, you know, all the stuff he does. Project 440. He's a mentor. He's an entrepreneur. He is um, an educator. He teaches at Juilliard. Like, I really don't understand. I don't get it because he live in Philadelphia. Like, hello. <laughs> it actually doesn't make any sense. I so mean, take the train, but like base, there's too much going on. Like, there's a lot going on. He'd be all over the place, positive in a positive way. I'll be all over the place, derogatory. All right. So, so. <laughs> um, not necessarily, but still, yeah. Y'all should get get y'all a little copy of the strat. Yeah, moving on. Period. So there's a trend on, on Twitter, nope, on TikTok. Um, I don't know where it's from. I don't know what show it's from. I'm not going to play the audio because it's a little, um, mm. it's something. But the whole purpose of it is like this guy says, I'm going to keep my team brief. And he says something like problematic. So we're going to do something similar. Not, I mean, I don't know what Delaney's going to do, but, um, Probably, let's like say something like jarring or matter of fact or whatever and yeah because he's like I'm gonna keep my team brief to the, the whole he said what he said and in the whole courtroom like when it's a commotion because it's supposed to be like whatever do you say one or two I think I only said one what is yours you have you have multiple I got, I got plenty to say so okay. <laughs> that's crazy because I was struggling because oh. I was like um actually I'm not gonna say that um, but I had to, I got to, okay. So, okay. Okay. And I, I was like, I couldn't remember what the thing was. I mean, I could have clicked over to the, the document, but I mean, I remember what it was, the concept, but I just didn't remember the phrase. I'm gonna keep my tingle. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. I said, I'm gonna keep my team brief, but a lot of y'all are more worried about other people's practice habits than your own. 
and I've never I've never understood that about classical music. Like I just feel like it's such an individual thing, like how much time you spend alone in practice rooms that like the passive aggressiveness and like the judginess. I've experienced a little bit like so if y'all follow me on Instagram, y'all know I got Clackers. Yes. Those are my nails. I got long nails. I was never ever have able to have nails this long because obviously I was playing the bass. That's crazy. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean the last time I played I played I had, had literally had a concert this summer and I plan on periodically taking off my nails so I can play. Like it's not I'm not people acting like I'm setting fire to the thing and Okay, not too much. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. It's fine. See, she was complaining about me, but here she go. I'm not gonna say it because that's like I'm not gonna say it. I have no interest in sharing it. But I, I was, I thought it was funny and alarming, a little bit alarming. Okay, nothing's wrong with it though. There's a vent, and also that door closes. Exactly. Okay. And nobody be using. I don't be over here taking like probably anybody uses that. Oh, okay. So, dang, not you. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, I was just like, oh. <laughs> and you said that thing was wrong with it. And I was like, yeah. Come. Come. Nah. Also, humidity don't do nothing to my base. Come. Because it's dry here. Come. Because it was 90% humidity in when I was in when I was in North Carolina in 80, 90 degrees every day. And nothing ever happened. Rochester, the dry and the cold. It's dry in Rochester? You're, oh, during the winter. You're in the winter. It's dry here. Yeah, exactly. That's why. <laughs> Where did you buy your base? Why I keep it in there. Pittsburgh, never you went with me. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you went with me to buy the base. I'd be worried about going dry places because I feel like Chicago's kind of wet. Mm. And so I'd be like, when I went you to. Me, were you fine in Rochester? Yeah, but it's wet during the summer. But during the winter, it was crazy. Like literally, Chicago. my teacher literally was like, "It's open seam season." Like people's bases were coming apart. Like that's crazy. <laughs> coming apart, like everybody got open seams. Mm. But when I went to some people, instruments don't do well in humidity. When I went to North Carolina, I was afraid of that, especially because we had a long walk from from where we kept the mm. bases to like the um, place where we rehearsed. <laughs> Never had a problem. It was like the air was wet. Never had a problem. I'm good with humidity, so I might as well put it in a shower. Anyway, I'll keep my thing brief. A lot of y'all should quit. Now. (laughs) Wow, and that's her first one. Oh, no. Okay. I said that because I don't understand. Okay. Obviously, as a orchestra musician, there's so much buildup to getting an orchestra job. Like, oh, my God. You done learned all these excerpts, da da da, whatever the case may be. Why stink? Why are you unhappy? You know what I mean. And I'm not talking about Memphis. I think Memphis is a happy orchestra. I'm talking about like I play with. I'm some other orchestras. Like people be miserable. Like mm-hmm. what? What? And I think I understand, especially like as someone who is on the cusp of a pivot, currently pivoting, whatever. I understand how terrifying it would be. I mean, Delaney knows about this and Aurora Aurora was like girl calm down I was like <laughs> you know like a couple weeks ago because I had I made a change that I was like oh my god but it's just like it's just weird to me that like and I like like I said like don't go no audio snippets I am I'm so blessed with Memphis Symphony like I feel like like it's it's great they like cut that part out no, I'm just kidding you said what so they gonna cut that part right, out they gonna when cut they... that part off and they gonna it, 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 it. <laughs> 
put it together. Like, no, I think Memphis is a happy orchestra, but I play with groups. Like, and also, obviously, I, I talk to the class musicians. Like, people be people be miserable and it's just like you can do something else and I understand like the prospect of that is like difficult because like if you've been doing I mean I've been playing viola for not long I get comparatively like I started when I was oh shoot I started when I was nine I was say, girl. Like, I mean I guess 21 years is a long time but like if you think about people who like started before me Dang. wait is that 21 that's 21 right nine plus nine yeah I know math that's crazy. My viola can drive. Wow. Yeah, I mean, okay. can drink. <laughs> right. Can <laughs> vote. All that. That's crazy. Anyway, um, I understand that especially, but it's just like, we supposed to be having a good time. It's music. You know, at the end of the day, it's music. And we're supposed to be having a good time. And I just don't understand that. Well, actually, we pulled over on mine. I, I didn't even say why I brought up my nails. I brought up my nails because I feel like a lot of people... I get this question from string players, which I don't understand. They'd be like, how I do you... I was wondering where this came from. Okay. Yeah. like They'd be like, how do you practice with your nails? Girl. I'm like, you know damn well I don't practice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? And I feel like... I get, like whatever I don't think my nails are that long. They're long, but like I, I guess because I've just seen longer and I feel like whatever but i feel like that question be kind of passive aggressive because i feel like you know you know that there's no way i can play the bass with nails two inches long like <laughs> and instead of just being like oh my god your nails are long like you like so how do you practice you want to know how much i practice you want to know where i'm at with the i just don't yeah, there's a lot of questions in the how do you practice with your nails yeah it's like do you really expect me to say that i do i feel like you know I've been that like I don't. yeah girl i take them on and off every day right that's what I would say. Like, I mean, because like you know what you're doing at like, that point. Yeah. Um, at this point, I just don't respond because <laughs> what am I going like? Leave them on scene. That's crazy. <laughs> because like, I mean, what I'm gonna say to that? Like, I don't. Yeah, I just think I feel like it's passive aggressive. Um. What did I say? What was it? I'm gonna keep my team green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I said I'm gonna keep my team brief, but y'all need to branch out from write ups and public radio. I feel like what we were talking about with this thing that's going on, that we're doing right now, um, that we're working on, not well, we're working on so many things. So, Please. <laughs> um, but about classical music media, like I just feel like a lot of it be so. Boring. That's a problem, <laughs> and I feel like I mean I'm not trying to be like rude or anything, but I just feel like there needs to be more diversity, not just like in people, but like in the types of things that we see about classical music media. Because like when we were talking to that person recently, and he was like, "Oh my god, these episodes are so creative." We was telling them about the like spooky episode mm-hmm. month. Um, it's just like yeah, I mean there are people that have stuff like that, like on. Like, I'm sure, like, public radio or something like that would do, oh, Halloween-themed pieces. But I feel like the way that we talk about classical music is different. And I just feel like a lot of, especially institutions that have influence, are not open to branching out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like part of it is audience. Like, they're trying to do what their audience would like. But also, it's like, y'all claim to 
want to um a, a more diverse a different audience an expanded audience so i don't understand how y'all feel like you're gonna get that doing the same thing well um mine's along the same lines as my first one i'll keep my ting brief for y'all a lot of y'all should not be teaching um and i remembered this i mean i've said this so many times i'm like i'm so close to name dropping but i won't um because i was, I was reminded <laughs> maybe i was reminded of a student that i he wasn't my student i've told the story before he wasn't my student but he was in um the l summer inspired program that i taught in, in rochester and like Rochester, there's a program. It's not through rock music. I already, why did I say that? Just say rock music. Whatever. That's there's only one in in Rochester anyway. Um, if you want to Google it, so bad, girl. Um, but it's a program called Pathways, and it's literally the that's what it's called. Like colloquially, the full name is Pathways to Eastman. And um, he was in that program. This kid loved violin. Like everything was violin. Like he just loved it like real bad. I was like, dang, I wish I loved violin back like that when I. Cause I feel like viola was just like a thing I did. Mm-hmm. Like, I it didn't get serious until later for me. Like when I started going to college and stuff like that. So I was like, dang. I mean, maybe I would. I don't remember. Anyway, so and he was in this program the whole time. The whole point is that if you can get into Eastman from this program, it's free tuition. And he's working in this program. And I asked him. I was like, what college are you applying to? There's a senior year. I'm like, oh, what? I'm curious. Like, what college are you applying to? And listen, all these colleges that aren't Eastman. Or Eastman equivalents, or yeah, not co- even in the same, or conservatories, or schools with good music programs. Like, and that's no tea on like whatever, like area schools, like whatever. That's not shaming it. I, as somebody who went to a public school, but as something I can say, as someone who went to a public school for undergrad, is that my VO teacher could play, <laughs> like, could play down boots, don't play with her, has a doctorate from. A couple like from a, a, a great school can teach very well. Taught me a lot of stuff that I know, um, and that's why I was able to go to Eastman because I went to a school with a good viola teacher. So it's like when I, he's rattling these schools up to me, I'm just like, so what's going on? And I was like, like the fact that your teacher didn't even put Eastman on the table for you is alarming, and it's also not right. Like if you're in a pathways program, you should have been thinking about preparing for Eastman since like seventh grade. Like the minute you got into the program. We are going to Eastman. Whether you decide to actually go, whether you decide you don't want to play violin, whether you decide that, oh, Peabody giving more money, that's what the, the point is that it's called Pathways to Eastman. Be, please be serious. That's what, <laughs> like, and, like, there's other tea on that whole situation, but I won't say that because, you know, Meliora, but uh, we could talk about that Pathways program because it's, like, and, like, the requirements to be in that program are, like, ridiculous. It's, like, a 2.0 GPA. I'm like, so, so show up to school. Like high school is like is hard. I I thought high school was hard because like I took whatever the classes, whatever. But like high school is they actually in high school they actually want you to succeed. Like they actually like they'll be like, please give me all the if you can turn in every homework assignment at the end of the quarter, I will give you full credit. Like please, <laughs> like they want you and that that like they want you to do well in high school. So to to, to set a requirement of a 2.0 GPA, I already feel like it's already telling but um that could have changed uh when i move on from the institution i'll be like i move on so i I didn't go back and look i didn't go back and google i got my own life right now but um yeah i i I thought i was reminded of that a couple days ago and i got like mad like actually really sad as well because that's such a wasted opportunity Mm -hmm. for him he would have done so well there he would have struggled 
but he would have done so well there. And maybe not struggle if he had a better teacher all along, you know? I mean, and also, I was talking to someone, and they made a good point that um, students like this, like students like me, I assume students like you, like, a, the, a lot of teachers are used to being able to just drop those students off at home. The parents take care of the rest. Not saying that your parent, your mom was involved. Not saying my mom was involved. I'm not, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that like a lot of like my mom wasn't practicing with me. My mom wasn't whatever. It wasn't none of that stuff. So those teachers are used to just dropping those kids off. Some te- some students take more work. Like mm-hmm. a lot of my lessons preparing for Eastman were like hour and a half, two hour lessons. It was multiple lessons a week. Multiple. Lessons. It was we are going to Eastman. <laughs> like, and not every teacher has the capacity to to do that kind of stuff. And that's when you and I understand. Like, some, I be joking around. Like, I was I having a problem with a student. Nikki was like, "Girl, why don't you just whatever?" I'm like, "Girl, that's my phone bill." Like, I understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. But you should pass that student along, like with in con- in good conscience. You mm-hmm. should pass that student along because it's like if you don't have the capacity to do a ninety minute lesson, to do okay, what's going on with the personal statement? What's this? Like, okay, did you book your ticket to go take a trial lesson? If you don't have the capacity, not everybody does, and pass the student along because that kid could go places, and life is like it, it happens the way it's supposed to happen. He will get there eventually, wherever there is. But like you're in the way of it happening sooner, mm-hmm. and that's just not right. But we move. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, that teacher, Katie demoted that teacher. So, <laughs> what's going on? No, the teacher got a doctorate. Katie, <laughs> Katie demoted him and always says Mister. <laughs> because <laughs> she said he don't deserve. It. <laughs> oh my days! Because what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? No. And I'm not even like some spectacular teacher. I feel like I know the pedagogy well. I feel like I care a lot. Teacher. But there are so many, there's so many people who are really like they really and kids deserve that, you know? So it's just like I don't know. Yeah. All right, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, y'all really be playing classical music. Like okay. <laughs> I feel like my my I don't know how my how my emotions on this subject are are perceived because I'd be like sometimes I'd be like dang I would be what would I be doing right now? I'd be a dentist. I feel like oh no I mean like if I had coped like after Eastman like okay I'm taking my auditions I I mean I probably would have been over well I I don't know if I would have went to I probably would have still taken the gap year between Mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't have been now I'm getting a performance degree online. I can't believe I can't believe people pay for that. I'm I not trying to be rude. I can't believe they accept y'all money. Like, I mean, I can. Because... I mean, no tea to y'all if that's what you did. But like, that's crazy. Because my last semester at Eastman, like, I need my money back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all are actually evil for taking my money. <laughs> like, a virtual orchestra is crazy. That they were they were dragging it. They were dragging virtual it. Virtual orchestra is insane. But now I'm like, yeah, I might could do me a little. Po- I just wish I had more time. I wish my my life was in a better place where I felt like more secure. Once I felt more secure, I'm you know we might could do a little. We might could do a little something. something. You do a little something, something like what? Like a little little album moment, little classic black viola bass duets moment. 
Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking. Was it? Oh, I was on the show. We were talking about solo this and that, this and that. And I was like, I'm so glad that's over. That would be cute. We do a little commission, a little piece, a little double bass moment. We don't have to play it, but <laughs> me, me and Rory were talking about something. Oh, not like how because y'all talking about like being like you know some actual situation. I don't know, but I need to figure out how Joe what he got going on. Right, but Joe also is like he he don't be his brain don't be rotting on social media like no. <laughs> I need my TikTok hour okay like <laughs> I feel like incomplete like I I need time to do nothing that's the problem like no matter like if it's TikTok if it's staring at a wall like a lot of times like I'll come home and I'll like from teaching I'll just sit on my couch for like it's like I need time to do nothing yeah I can't I don't transition well with wait no yeah. that's crazy because you be like I guess I don't know, cause like I feel like you be like, okay, what are we doing? What we do? What else we gotta do? What else we gotta do? Because I'm a, I'm also very like, if I'm in a workflow, like let's yeah, and I, and I like that's how I was yesterday. <laughs> was and like, also to your point, I like efficiency. Like I like mm-hmm. that's why I like being in charge of what we it, like. I feel a sense of like we are both in charge of this thing, so we can be like, okay, this is not working. Let's let's it, it, as opposed to having to do work for someone, whereas. I'm like this could be so much more efficient you know like I like efficiency like whatever like okay what are we doing next what are we doing next because in my mind also I wanted to go lay down so I was like the fastest we get this stuff done the fastest I can go lay down like it's always like how fast can we get through with this so I can go do something else because <laughs> you really looked at my face like we were really gonna record this list last night like I already felt it I was like there was a moment where I was like alright period let's do the episode and I was like yeah and it was very brief, five minutes. Haley was acting like how was Delaney was the Survivor Delaney doc will be crazy. That's <laughs> why. I, that's why I was just like, because sometimes I feel I have real I have real trouble switching from one thing to the next. But all that oh, stuff yeah. yesterday felt like one thing. Did it? It felt like one thing. Yeah, because there were so many little things within mm. that larger thing, and I feel like also because we we've been anticipating it so much, yeah. we needed that meeting that like. Yeah, so much stuff over the past weeks have been like, all right, so Monday, okay, so Saturday, yeah. it's just like we keep pushing back, pushing back, and it was good to like, it just felt, it felt good. I mean, I also have problems transitioning from one, like, mm-hmm. I get, I purposely do not stack things, like, cause I can't, I don't, I don't know, cause I feel like that was the first time I've been in a flow state in a minute because I've been in a choppy water state before that, so <laughs> well, we was in a fourteen hour flow state. Well, I was. <laughs> Katie was like, so we gonna. Get a little brunch moment. Yeah, because I also mean Delaney is so different. Like, girl, right. I like to eat. Introvert, extrovert. <laughs> I like breakfast. <laughs> like, anyway. Oh, um, yeah, because Katie was like, you only got the house? I was like, no. <laughs> like, we, like, I'm, I mean, I've been to LA. Like, I'm, I'm not like, okay, we got to go how to walk of fame. Like, I've been here so many times, but it's not, it wasn't given that, but I was like, we could really go do this at Easter Ray's coffee shop. We sitting in here. And you were like, at home. why? And I'm like, okay, so I think I'm finally starting to see, like, I'm starting it's to see five years, I, I am a homebody, but I'm also like, we might could, but also, yeah, I, I was like, we might could go get a little drink. We might could go get a little. Right. And I'm like, they might could bring it to my doorstep. <laughs> Look, if they can, yeah, I could put the key into the mat. You could just come in and put it on the table. <laughs> 
like your, the way your face lit up and I was like so we just want to order food and say so you were like yeah actually I, I was like whoa okay because we supposed to have a little moment we're to go to a little Indian restaurant we supposed to do uh, and it, just, it was giving like if we leave now we were gonna we were, yeah. yeah I just don't I didn't see myself transitioning back yeah because when I'm gonna eat Indian food I'm gonna eat for real so, then, I'm, gonna, <laughs> so I'm gonna be tired and then the commute time see and that's another thing commute is crazy Delaney it's 16 minutes <laughs> Was sixteen when we get in the car? Oh <laughs> <laughs> we find in parking. We get in out walking. Like nah. they they picking up the bill. They gotta walk over, charge your car, bring it back. All right, back. yeah. Like, I feel like, but also I feel like that's an extra. That could be an extra hour. There has to be a video. Do all introverts think the same? I want to watch. I feel like. <laughs> Even on a scale of introvert, I feel like, and I feel like that's why this conversation is always so unfair because you're way more inner than <laughs> introverts that I even know. Talk about commute. <laughs> that is a commute. 16 minutes is a commute. You don't know what the parking going to be. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, I feel like this conversation is already so unfair. Because I feel like, okay, in the grand scheme of your day, wouldn't 40 extra minutes make a difference? No. 40, 40 minutes for us to do what we was doing downstairs. Oh, I mean, I guess. Extra 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, I'd rather you, I'd rather, be, like how you do Instacart because it's like, you'd rather be doing something else while somebody else brings your groceries. Yeah. Like, it's like that, but for everything. <laughs> anyway, we can move on to the topic. All right. So this week, y'all know we, we, we coming at it with another situation. Um, semi Halloween themed. So this week we're talking about Alessandro Stradella because he's Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if y'all know about him. I didn't know about him. Did you know about him before mm-hmm. this? Uh, okay. So he is an Italian. Com- was an Italian <laughs> composer. <laughs> Even in the sudden, with this not being the subject matter of the episode, that would still be appropriate because he was born in 1639. So. He he long gone. Long dust. Oh, he Casket was in, empty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was an uh, Italian composer, a singer, and a violinist. Um apparently he has he has some pretty well known cantatas. Yeah. I mean I guess that's not really my bag, so I guess I wouldn't know. Oh my girl, that whole like ding 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 like I just Baroque music make my ears turn off. <laughs> this is Bach. Yeah, Baroque is one of those things I feel like is is more fun to play than it is to listen to. I feel yeah. that about new music too. Can't really like harpsichord sound. I can't really get into her. Yeah, I used to be kind of. Now I'm kind of. You were a harpsichord girly. What? Because you had you. Did you have a harpsichord on your recital? But that piece required harpsichord. It was yeah. Oh, it would have been a harpsichord, but it was piano. Wait, was no. Bob. Didn't you play with harpsichord? Mm-mm. Did I make that up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I swear you had a harpsichord on your thing. Didn't. I played a gamba sonata, so it would have been a harpsichord, but it it was not. I'm positive. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not. You know, I'm just saying. I'm trying to figure out why I pictured. A... Maybe because I mean, I also did the what's the name? The early music ensemble. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm like combining experience. Yeah, because it should have been. I mean, it would have been harpsichord if it had been done. You know. Whatever, but because yeah, I'm not doubting you. You were the it was your recital. You were there. I'm just saying, like, so was you. <laughs> That's the problem. That's why I'm like, why don't why did I remember harpsichord in there? Um, 
But yeah, apparently he was one of the best composers of chamber cantatas. Um, not all of them survived, but 174 of them did. Um, and he also wrote secular music um, during this time, which I felt was kind of interesting because I feel like a lot of people, you know, they sky, sky, sky. Well, I mean, <laughs> he might have been not in practice, which we'll get into. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it tracks for me. He's what the pastors will call straddling the fence. He was out here, which I support. I mean, it ain't well for him, but. um, Right. He also, in his um, stage works, in his oratorios, and um, and in his arios, arios, you hear me? Girl, I'm going to need to do your thing, because <laughs> I, I ain't know when we talk about Oreos, and then my stomach just went a little, and I was like, period. Arios. I really could do me a little Oreo, a little, little oatmeal. Um... <laughs> I was just going to say that he um, was also known for his application of concerto grosso, grosso texture in his arias, oratorios, and stage works. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a little bit about him. There's not a lot that's known about his early life, so we can't really get into that if we wanted to. Um, but he came from an aristotic family, um, and he came up in Rome and trained as a composer and started to make a name for himself. Um, when he was in his mid twenties, um, and yeah, he collaborated with some on staging some operas, making a name for himself, all that coming up. But um, at a certain point, he was down bad and poor, and that led for him to embezzle some money from the church <laughs> of all places. Money from God is crazy. You are going to hell. <laughs> Oh my god! When I saw that, I said, "I mean, pastors steal money every day." One of the past, never mind. But um, pastors steal money every day. And do, but I don't know why that was just like crazy. <laughs> um, in that time too, like oh they was stoning people, all type of other stuff. Right, all type of other stuff. Yep. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, he was poor. He started embezzling um, money along with a friend of his. Um who was another composer. So I'm like, not y'all gotta, that's what you, that's basically the first season of rapping. I was about to say, we might could get into a little situation. So wait till next week. Girl, I was thinking wait until 2028. Oh, so. perfect. <laughs> Counter tree for now. Um, But yeah, so they was, they linked up, was like, hey, let's steal some money from the church, stole from the Roman Catholic church, but um, he was found out he ended up having to flee the city, um, and he returned later, much to his demise. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want to support the behavior. I'm just saying, like, I appreciate somebody who has a fast life. Like, I don't know why. I'm here for it. I wouldn't do it. But, uh, so basically what happened, right? So he, who's this dude? Let me see his name. His name is Contranini. That's how you say it. That's crazy. You know how many music degrees I have? Anyway, Contranini. Um, yeah, that's his last name. No. Contarini. We move. Anyway, his name was Alvise, probably. Contarini. Mm-hmm. Contarini. And he was a nobleman. And he hired old dude, Stradella, to um, 
tutor, like be his music tutor for his mistress, yeah. which I, I already think is such a loaded statement. Like, so what was the exact meaning of mistress at this time? Oh, you think it just means like the missus? No, it definitely doesn't mean that because in some in some of the stuff it says wife. So I'm like, is it just oh. is it somebody that you're dealing with, but you're not married, but it's not necessarily an affair? Is what I'm wondering. Like girlfriend. Oh, that's what I'm wondering because I'm just like this. Don't seem weird because like the way people's getting mad, they was like, he messing with my mistress. You have a mistress? You messing with your mistress? Like you know? Like I'm wondering if it means somebody that you have on the side of your wife then like i mean i wouldn't put that past them i mean because I some people will also be like why you you messing with the girl i'm cheating on my wife with like <laughs> some people have done that before but i'm not i'm not entirely sure okay there's a couple of of meanings okay so the first thing says that mistress in the 16th 17th and 18th centuries normally designated a woman from a higher social standing hmm. mistress throughout oh. history the term wasn't always about secret sex but then this other this other thing says that around the year 1600 mistress began being used as a polite term for a woman with whom a man had a long term illicit sexual relationship oh yeah so a lot so like a sneaky link or his f his friends will benefit what what jade uh jade and will entanglement entanglement <laughs> Yeah. History of deeply complex word the meaning the many meanings of mistresses on NPR. I'm gonna read this because yeah. now it got me curious. Like yeah, that's my little bag, my little etymology bag. Like what century is this? It's the 17th century. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, this dude Zimmer who apparently knows things. And by then, the early by the early seventeenth century, we get the meaning that is so problematic in this situation, referring to a woman in a malicious relationship with a married man. That might be out of context, but mm-hmm. I was just wondering. Um, interesting. Anyway, either way, uh, Contarnini wasn't happy with it because, um, so basically, Shredella he had <laughs> he was like he was like okay, you want to elope. And she was like, yeah. So they tried to elope and it got caught. Um, and obviously that didn't end up well for him. So basically what happened was um, she, the dude, Contarini, Contarini was like, you have to join a nunnery. And then, <laughs> which I don't understand that. I don't understand that because aren't nuns supposed to be pure, quote unquote pure? Maybe. I mean, do they accept... Like you, like they only accept it if you like pure from the beginning, or can you be like absolved of your sins or like whatever, like that? Like you start a new, born again. See, I don't know. Every once in a while, I go into a, I go into a. You go into actually. You wouldn't even. That. You, I actually wasn't gonna be trifling. What can I? It? Can I say what I was gonna say? Can you fix your face while I say it? That's not fixed. What I was finna say before you assume that I would say something trifling, which is so out of character, is that <laughs> is, okay. is that every once in a while I I be in a nun era. In that, in that, in the hello, I can hear you, but you're not looking at me, and that's what is annoying me. 
in that I be researching. <laughs> I be researching them. I be curious, like, what's the dating life of a nun? So I will add. No, you could ask me. No, I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can say, but I can't. <laughs> well, I mean, since you didn't follow through, because <laughs> I wasn't. I really wasn't even thinking about that. I forgot that I would be like, oh, I should be a nun. Yeah. Um. Mm. <laughs> it's the poverty part. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so very sorry. Like I could, I could get down with the God part. The poverty, you have to take a life of poverty. <laughs> Sorry, my chest just like I've never even, I've never even felt that feeling. Like my chest like sunk in for a second. Like, like the, the front of my chest touched the back of my chest. <laughs> a life of poverty. Yeah, because like money, money is the yeah. root of all evil. I don't even think that's in the Bible to be real. But anyway, oh, um, can't be. <laughs> I wish this was a video episode. We should have. We should have. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> he was like, "Girl, you got to become a nun." You was gonna say something? No, I was just gonna tell them what I did. I did the Doctor Evil thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> <She> said that. <laughs> I see. I see. Listen, the person who came up with that phrase, "You ate." I could see why you said that. Yeah, for sure. However, like I don't. Right. It is a root of a lot of evil. However. However. <laughs> Um. So he was like, "Girl, you gotta become a nun." She was like, "All right, crazy." Then, so she did it, and then why? Um, what's what's the name? Strad, whatever. Stradella. Stradella. He came and busted up out of there. He's like, "Girl, let's go," <laughs> and they <laughs> like what and marry her. Um, and then he, and then of course because of that, like somebody like attacked him, mm. I, and probably sent by this um. Contarini. The thing that's in- annoying about this man is that like so many things is like allegedly, yeah. Like literally, I, I I say without like without joking, which I know. Just bear with me. No three sources said the same thing about absolutely. Like literally, I have like four tabs open. <laughs> like no no, I don't know. Um, but yeah, some he probably ordered an attack on him. Like please kill this man. He playing with my girl. I sent her to the nunnery. Now she out. Like, what's going on? They tried to elope. <laughs> like, what is going on? What is going on? Yeah, I feel like they said, well, yeah, because in one of the things I read, it said that murder for hire <laughs> was um, ubiquitous in bargain basement costs. I was like, <laughs> bargain basement is crazy. Bar- what, like three pence? What, what they used to use? Like, <laughs> shillings? <laughs> if I could pay for your head for a shilling, that's crazy. Like, what's that lyric? No, that's a. I was there's a lyric that money bag yo one came. But basically, this man talking about how he would he could pay one of his boys to like I could pay twenty five hundred for your head. I said, that's it. Twenty five hundred? Like, yeah, it was like a low amount. I was like, I feel like not to be like. I feel like you're gonna kill this pay this from for me. Can you pay a little bit higher for me? Like you're gonna kill me like at least for me to go out bad, like no, you pay somebody twenty five hundred. Also, you're an idiot if you take twenty five hundred dollars to kill somebody. Oh, but some people need that money. Twenty five hundred, Katie? I'm trying to figure out the link. Cause the one that's in my head is two fifty for the chain, reach for a bust your blunt brain. That's not the lyric. And I <laughs> that's money back, yo. <laughs> I mean, you already know. I, also, I'm he's listening. not joking. Please I'm leave him alone. The stuff that <laughs> they want to ban. So, but I forgot what it was. I always have it always in my mind because I think about it like at least once a month. I'm like, that's crazy. You know how desperate you have to be to take like two thousand dollars to 
I guess, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff you gotta be desperate, you can be desperate to do, and, like, also just the, even as a person, like, I don't even know if I could go through with that, like, I'm gonna get into, but there are a lot of other things that people do when they mad desperate for money that I feel like you would get to before murder for hire, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but I don't know, if you know you can get away with it. But you don't know that, and also, anybody who thinks that, can, especially you not even a like a for real contract killer, like people who like get paid a lot of money, if you think you can up. get away with it, you're also like, come on. <laughs> There's cameras like, everywhere. I was just about to say, people like, come, you're not getting away with surveillance, it. A surveillance state. They got like, forensics you don't even know about. Like, like you really think you're going to drive past a you know, Nissan Altima and put a bullet through and then drive through an intersection? Like, they're going to know who you are. Like, they're going to say, oh, you came in this direction and you, your phone pinged here yeah, and then you turned it off and then you went to Popeyes <laughs> after, like, they will find you. Maybe One, not right away, but they will find you. Like, you sneeze at the scene, and then they, they swab that up. Like, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to prison. Well, that would save your money problems. Free meals for the rest of your life. Yes. That's so. Well, if you're looking for advice, there you have it. Um... So after so they and they I guess they like beat him up or whatever because they left him for dead. So after that, he was like, "No, nah, we gotta get out of here." So he went. He goes to this city called Genoa. That the ham? Isn't that a ham? Why are you asking me? Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something called. It's like Genoa ham. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> and then so he he was there where he composed music for like little nobility or whatever, and um. Cool. I'm missing a part. There he before I say that. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. So he started he tried to this is brothers called like the the this family called the Lomalini family. And so while he was in Genoa, like he like saw a little ting. He was like, Hey Ma and then um he was like, What is what's going on? You know, he's trying to do his big one because you know, like he he even he's not even that cute in this picture, so I don't even know what's <laughs> going on. But you know what? People girl, whatever. So he tried to do his little big one and the family was like, see, absolutely not. So he tried to seduce her. So then they um, paid for a hit on him and they stabbed him to death in the middle of a square in 1682, which is crazy because like, was people around? Like, I don't know. He was, he died when he was 42, which that's sad. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, like, and I guess I don't know very much. I mean, I don't. I literally don't know nothing about Italian history. What, like, because I know how our modern day like police system kind of like trickled down, like where it came from, all that type of stuff. Like, what was what was they doing? You know, like what was if you saw somebody stabbing somebody in sixteen? What do you say? It was sixteen? Sixteen eighty two. Sixteen eighty two. Like. Could you call some? I mean, you can't call nobody clearly, but like, what do you do? You just be like, dang, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> anyway, so and then um, they, I guess it's better for witnesses because then they don't even feel the need because you're like, now if you witness a crime, something they might try to get you because mm-hmm. you finna tell. But then he probably just gonna sit there like, who you finna tell? You want me to screw you up next? <laughs> but that's the thing, he don't have to because then nobody yeah. tell. <laughs> I wonder, like. Cause I wonder if they just do it in a square full of people. I mean, if it was mad crowded, that actually might've been better for them because then it could be like a mm. hustle and bustle. Like, 
because they never figured out who who it was. Maybe they was trying to. Maybe because there was like I'm trying to figure out because there had to be some type of like because it had jails and stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe like, but maybe not like the patrolling. Like how mm-hmm. maybe yeah. patrolling is newer, a newer idea. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had yeah. I mean, I guess now that I think about it, like modern day policing. I mean, they was a lot of it probably was linked with religion and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like public shaming and like because you you said yeah, they was stoning people, they yeah. was all kinds of stuff. So they had some form of like punishment for quote unquote crime. And when you owe money, they put you in them little That's so <laughs> the medieval like torture stuff. <laughs> like I. Re- yeah, actually, I can't even. I can't even think about it. Some of the stuff is actually like really crazy. Like I don't understand how y'all. Who even thought it? y'all were evil? Evil, evil was a shower. Like what was the, what was the point of that entire point in history? I don't. <laughs> everything before like, I don't even know. I was supposed to say, even. Oh, I was supposed to say about nineteen seventy. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> even that. <laughs> pushing it. Even now. <laughs> I was about to say, everything before 2016. <laughs> I thought like Goddess was like, all right, y'all figure it out. And then I wonder how bad it's going to get. <laughs> like a little game. And the alien's like, oh, it's crazy. Me and the Sims. So. Yep. Well, also, it's a salami. I don't know. I, don't know I used to that. hate salami. <gasps> really? Yeah. I never Why? liked salami. Um, it was like too salty and too oily. <laughs> so good. Like I never liked salami. That's so crazy. Salami is good. Mm. Why are you by yourself? Some pepper. Yep. Well, well, there's um Delaney's salami preferences and the unsolved murder of Stradella. Tell us who y'all think did it. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, I feel like it was the brother of them. It really could have been old dude from. He must have figured out that man made it to Genoa. That's maybe that's maybe that's movie brain, but like that's giving like they linked up and was like we got an op in common. Yeah. Like <laughs> so why don't we team up and take him down? That's yeah. like a movie trope. I'm talking about 2028. Get the rights. I mean, we don't need the rights to this. I don't even know what the story oh, yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> right, we can make it up. <laughs> right. We'll see. Right. Period. We moving on? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you a prize because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Dwayne? This week, I am talking about Dr. Misha Whitlock. Um, she is a recording artist, a concert pianist, an educator, and an author. Um... She has had performances all across the world, similar to Katie, um, including Italy, which we just got done talking about, period, the U.S., Australia, and the U.K. Um, she has also won the Paul W. Hagen Concerto Competition um, and completed a residency as the Rotary Ambassadorial Scholar at the University of Sydney's Conservatorium for Music. Um, she lectured and performed throughout the entire continent of Australia during that time. Um, and she also, um, released an album, Contemporary Piano Duo Works. Um, she's an 
an accomplished pedagogue. She has presented her research in instructional methodology at national and regional conferences, including the National Conference of Keyboard Pedagogy, College Music Society, Music Teachers National Association, amongst others. And she's also um, has been published in Music Educators Journal and the Southern Music Education Journal. She most recently was honored a Fulbright Scholar uh, Fellowship and she's going to be completing her research um, and performance abroad in 2024. So, shout out to her. Period. My piece of the week is Carmina Barana. I forgot about it. Playing it oh, this yeah, week. Oh, yeah. You remember my, my tweet? You didn't appreciate my tweet. Thank you so much for listening to Classic Would Black Podcast. Mean? That was crazy. <laughs> it really wasn't. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classic Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermittent suggestion, send it to classicblackpodcast at gmail.com. Join the Ebony Tower. That's patreon.com slash classicblackpodcast. If you want something free, join ISBM or join both. Oh, if you're black, Musicians on social media, com. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch y'all next week. Which, oh, wait, hold on. Let's pull over. Because <laughs> I thought you, that was a good joke. It was annoying. It was a good joke. I asked her if she going to ch- change O for tuna to O for tofu. Not just silence. <laughs> All right. It's corny, but it's funny. It was, it was, it was, I can get, it was funny. It was corny, but funny. But I was like, I would like one day of peace. Okay. That's like when I asked you, was the body of Christ vegan? Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. I can't even stop it on my end. <laughs> right. All right. What else? All right. <laughs> <laughs> we still going. No, this one. Bye, y'all. <laughs>